Yo, it's So So Scrooty Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Main, and I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks, Flip Flops. Nice. Kind of a slanty rhyme, but that's fine. Stocks, Flops. Yeah, it works. Whatever. What's up, dude? <laughs> Not much. Good. Uh, I've been Pop, great. Pop quiz, who's this? This is one of the Jeff Wrigley bands, and I cannot remember. Don't be cheating. I see your fingers. I'm not cheating. It's not United Nations. That's one of his bands. Uh, No. I was going to say Devolution, but then I'm like, that's... That's really close, man. No Devotion? That's it. There we go. Good guess. Yeah, I I knew it was one of them. Playing it because it was his birthday yesterday and somebody else's birthday. Oh, that was mine. It was your birthday. I shared Happy the birthday. birthday, sir. Thank you, buddy. I shared the birthday with my favorite band's lead singer. I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, this is his other band, No Devotion. It's the guys from Lost Prophets. Remember that band? Oh, yeah. I and do remember that. Their singer became a pedophile, and they wanted to keep playing music. And Jeff was like, I'll come over to England with you guys. And they made this record. Write a song with you? A whole album. They made, I think maybe two. I know at least one full album. What's this record called? This song, this song is called Addition, and I think their album. Uh, Permanence. Permanence. Yeah. It's I right. don't think it's on uh, Spotify. Oh, it's not actually. You know what? It's not available in my country anymore. It's on my iTunes, but it's not available anymore. Cool. Well, then this, this single is. Yeah, though. it's really good. No devotion. They're good. I like them. Cool. What else have you been up to? Me? Yeah. Um, yeah, you. Who else am I talking to? The other person. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, not much. We went to see Thrice. Did we talk about that? Visu. Who else played it? It was uh, Thrice, Me Without You. I don't know if we talked about Probably it. their last. It was one of their last shows. That I it's think really, they're gonna do a. Um, I think they're gonna do like one more tour, and then they're breaking up. Thrice or no? no I'll be without me without you. you. Okay, I love me without you. They're so good. They kick so much ass on stage. Nice. But yeah, Silver or er, Silverstein. Thrice. <laughs> That's coming up. Thrice played and they rocked as usual. It kind of it really brought me back. Like a lot of those songs, I knew every word, and it's like I've been listening to this record for like 15 years now. Yeah, it's crazy um, how, how far that album has gone. Yeah, um, and they're such a solid band. Every record they write, like even if you try to say it's bad, they don't have a bad record. All their records are good. You might not like love like it, like it as like a Thrice fan, but you can't as like a critic say that's a bad record. Like, yeah. Like, bad job making that right yeah. They're just really good musicians. For sure. They sometimes go out of their comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. but that's okay. They want to do that. It's, For yeah, sure. kind of have to do that after how many years they've been a band? Almost 20, 25, 30. Yeah, 30. Yeah. Well, if you count like when they were little kids, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but, um, yeah, so we went to the Thrice show about a week ago. I was just going to say, I can't remember. <clears throat> it's hard to do in this podcast. It's hard to talk, uh, figure out what we've talked about and not talked about because yeah. we hang out. We do, this. yeah. It's like, did we talk about that on the podcast? I can't remember. It, it's so interesting, like the dynamic of having a mic in your face, <laughs> kind of like, oh, yeah. Was that, uh, that show was at House of Blues? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. The Novo. Oh. Which I love that theater. Is that where you went to so the nice. atmosphere? Yeah, it's where ah. I saw atmosphere. It was really like intimate. Like way smaller, it almost feels like the old House of Blues. 
mm. really small, you I know. Like that. I um, and the sound is really good in there. And their bar is super fancy. It's like super long, so there's never a line. It's the length of the back of the room. (laughs) And um, they have a lot of bartenders, and they're all super friendly. Shout out to the Novo. Novo is awesome. Now I remember it correctly. Yes, I I do remember you going to the Thrice show. We were supposed to talk about it the next day, but someone was, I think, a little too hungover to (laughs) do it. I may have drank like one too many. and then (laughs) That's right. That's why I remember. Yeah, I was just out of it that day. Um, even the slightest bit of alcohol now, like just messes me up. <laughs> no more beer matter. though, right? Just, just the liquor, even liquor right now. Cause it's, it still has like sugar in it that eh, is added. Not much. Um, though. yeah, but I have to stay below a certain amount and I'd rather like eat that sugar than yeah, that's, a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. But yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Just on keto mm. doing keto and intermittent fasting and. Pretty good. You're I, doing it, man. I, I can see it in yeah, you're looking skinnier and doing the like, Muay Thai. Now you're doing Taekwondo? You're no, not Taekwondo. B, uh, BJJ, which is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You said Taekwondo downstairs. Not Taekwondo. Maybe I messed up. I think but the one time. Ta- B- Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Okay. I'm going to start this week. Maybe you said Jiu Jitsu. That's what yeah, you said. You didn't, you didn't say the Brazilian part. Okay. It's but, still on me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm going to start. Jiu-jitsu, it's going to be brand new to me, so I know nothing about it. Um, it'll be interesting learning experience. It was the same with Muay Thai. Like, you just jump in and kind of just go with it. But I love martial arts. They're really fun, mm-hmm. super fun to watch, which we'll talk about later. Oh, yeah, we didn't really set up um, the episode. We're... Yeah, we're going to review a couple. It's going to be a shorter one. We're going to review a couple Because he's got to go practice. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of. Going to review a couple records. Um, then right after that, we're going to go into talking about the fight that happened. What is it now? Uh, two days ago. Yeah. yeah. It was on, on Saturday. Saturday. UFC 248. UFC 248. Uh, Got a lot to talk about with that. But anyway, what's up with you? How was, was this week? I was just bringing up some music to set the scene. Uh Oh, cause on Sunday was actually my, my actual birthday. He wants to remind you guys how, like, that it was his birthday. Over was it my over. birthday? Oh, it was my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was good Disneyland on my birthday, but it's kind of rare where I actually get to go on my actual birthday. Usually, it's like the following Saturday. Yeah. You know. So that was kind of fun, and that's awesome, dude. My cousin Ashley and I, my cousin Ashley and I, my cousin and my aunt and I, uh, all got up super early Sunday morning. Um, yeah, you said like six. Did you end up going with that plan? Yeah, and it was kind of a little overkill. Next time, we'll know. I'm glad that we, like, overprepared instead of underprepared. Was there nobody there? No, there was people there. I was, I got there, they dropped me off at 5.45. Oh, God. And uh, they got to the structure at 6, because the structure doesn't open until, like, 6.30. Yeah. But it doesn't mean, and then the gates, like, the security gates open at 6. So, I went in and got a place in line, and I was, like, 7th in one of the front of the gates. And... They, then they, so you stand in front of like the main gates of yeah. Disney. Okay, yeah. got it. And then they came in. <clears throat> they brought coffee, and luckily, we met up in time. We got in, and then they well, they open up the gates at seven fifteen, but that doesn't mean the park is open. It let they let you into as far as like the end of Main Street, basically, and they rip off all the lands. And then at eight o'clock, that's they when, open like, it. Oops, then that's when all like basic rope drop. Yeah, and then that's also the time where you're supposed to get on your phone. And get into a virtual 
waiting line, list, waiting yeah. list with for this new Resistance ride at the Star Wars land on Batu, and uh, we've never gone. We haven't even tried. This is our first first try, and um, we we went on top of Main Street Station. And because we figured maybe I'll get a little high, higher. You get some Wi-Fi, good Wi-Fi. No, I didn't. We want to use the Wi-Fi because everyone else was using the Wi-Fi. Why higher then? Get get above everybody because literally the the in like main. Oh, you're like crowded, huh? It it was kind of weird. It was I was noticing because we we got a bench and we were sitting down waiting for eight o'clock, and Main Street is just like flooded with people, right? Yeah. But usually when you're looking at it on a normal day, it's like constantly moving. It's there's people moving in and out. There's you know, cars coming through, there's horses, there's characters, there's just constant moving. But this time in the morning, it's just like still. Everyone's just like standing. They're all in their spot on their phone waiting. It was so really crazy. It was really weird to see. And then at like kind of eerie. Seven fifty nine, it got so quiet, like eerily quiet. And then all of a sudden, at eight o'clock, you start hearing these little pockets of people going, "Yeah, yeah, woo, woo!" And everyone started getting their tickets. And then so weird. And, I'm uh, sorry, but you guys are weird. Like we're I have hard. to say it. Well, after going on the ride, it's <laughs> fucking worth it. So see, I, I'm what? poor right now, or else I'd it's be. It's not there. cheap. I know. <laughs> the uh, my cousin, she got got it on her phone. I, I was going on mine, and my aunt was doing hers. Yeah, we didn't even get close. But my cousin, she got hers, and we got group fifty. And oh, that's super. That's like oh, but group as in like. They, they, I don't know how many people are like. Oh, uh, they group. probably put it by how many people yeah. can get in at once. So on the app, cool. they show you like a progress bar of how yeah. far the group, what groups they are on right now, and then they'll let you know when yours is coming yeah. up. So throughout the day, we were checking it, and um, we went on plenty of other rides. We did. We hit Guardians. We hit Space Mountain. We hit. Uh, what else? We All do? while knowing in the back of your head, dude, we're gonna get to see like and the we, coolest and ride. We're planning ever. the day. Like, do we want to get this fast pass because yeah. it might overlay with uh, you know, when this comes up. Oh, we also went to Olga's Cantina, the bar inside Batu. That's super cool. That's kind of, that's hard to get into too. You have to get reservations two weeks in advance. Jeez. Yeah. And then, but and, you guys did. Yeah. And the the, er, the only time that was like we could get was at nine in the morning. <laughs> oh man, so with we some were, drink. So we were drinking poos. at nine. Yeah. Um, and got, and got kind of bad service there, which gotta, sucked. Got to give it to you guys, man. I'd be right there, too. I say you're weird, and I'm like, I'm probably weirder because I would probably be there at, like, 4 o'clock. Well, next time we, we'll know we don't have to get up th- that early because yeah, the line sure. doesn't start till 8. So as long as we, just, we get into the park by, like, 7.45, yeah. we're fine. So we just didn't know that. We were just trying to be over Dude, there. I miss it so much. The Magic Kingdom is truly magic. It's pretty anyway, nice. you got you so we got on it. Got to um, go on. Super it's, cool. It's unlike any other quote unquote ride at anything. Well, there's some things at Universal Studios that are kind of similar a little bit like they're touching on it. But this is like a whole other level. This is the major leagues of, of stuff. Do you want me yeah. to do you want me to like break oh, down the ride? I'm never I'm not going to ever get to go. Yes, you will. We'll take you on it one day. Man. It, it's, it's it's the whole you got to go for Star Wars. If you love Star Wars, I do. You kind of have to go to this place. It's like the Mecca for Star Wars fans. Yeah. You got to have to go pray to the All right, Millennium podcasters, Falcon. let's start a crowdfund. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, Listeners, uh, you, you walk in and the, you, you're, the first room you get into is like they're recruiting you. BB-8's there and he's like talking to you. And then Ray pops up on a hologram, which was like really cool looking. And she's like, hey, you're we're recruiting resistance and we need you and you're going to be part of our team. And, and then Poe pops up on the screen and he's like, all right, come outside and we're going to load up or we're going to go to this new planet because Patu's not, you know, 
safe anymore. We got to get out of here. The you know first yeah. orders here. So okay, and then this door opens, and then everything up bef- up bef- going into that is like inside like a cave and everything. And all of a sudden, it, this door opens, and it's like a hangar, like a cave hangar. Where this oh yes, like, and are there spoilers here? Oh yeah. Right, hey guys, if you're listening this far, there's spoilers for the ride. But Sorry, I don't, go for it. Skip <laughs> 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah not me another fart. Go. Because it's it's a it's a it's a journey you go Did through. Just say fart. No, I don't know. <laughs> go go ahead. Go ahead. That's what your ears are, ears are listening for. So there's like a transport carrier and there's an X-wing and an X-wing is sitting there and BB-8s in there waiting for us. And you get into the transporter and in the front is a cockpit with like a general Akbar looking guy. Yeah. And he's animatronic and he's like, come on in. Let's get, let's get going. And there's like a screen, like a, it looks like it's outside. With yeah. The screen. And then there's one on the back too. So wherever you are, like in this thing, you can see what's going on. And it like feels like it takes off. There's no seats. It's like standing up in a subway. And That's just, crazy. You hold on to something and you take off and we start going and, and then they're like, oh, we can't get to the uh, light speed. There's something interfering. And all of a sudden these star destroyers like appear and Poe has to like take off and not, you know, get captured, but we get captured and the, the spaceship comes into like the star destroyer. And then the same door that we just walked in from opens up and it's a, we're on a star destroyer. It's like the docking bay. There's, That's cool. I don't know if you've seen all the photos. All of, the, the stormtroopers yeah, standing yeah. there. Yeah. So they're all standing there and dude, that was crazy. I didn't even know where I was. Like I'm trying to figure out like literally where I was in huh? Anaheim. Like, am I, which way am I facing? Am I in space? <laughs> it looked like it, dude. Yeah, Cause it, it, the whole wall was like this giant TV basically that looks yeah. like a projection of like the outside of the story. So it was like these uh, spaceships flying, TIE fighters flying by so cool. randomly. And so then that becomes like another line. Okay. So it's, it, they're very clever of trying to space up the, the queue, the line, you know, yeah. make it not feel so long. So this next line, what you're in basically is uh, you're being escorted by the, the, guy, the first yeah. ones. And so, but, but basically they're the, the same people that go, okay, party two, party four, all right, line two. But they're more like this way. You're in this group. Like, they're totally in character. My cousin started, like, pushing buttons on the control, and the guy comes up behind her and just, stop touching that. <laughs> like, treats us like shit. It's pretty great. That's cool. And then they push us into, like, these cells, like, these prison cells with a group of us. And then um, Kylo Ren comes. You see him on the top, and he's like, fuck you. You know, you're our prisoners now. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, part of the door, or not even part of the wall looks like a lightsaber comes and cuts out a sliver of the door and it opens up. And then that's when the ride is, that's where like the resistance people are. And they're like, come on in, we need your help. But they're, they're also like party of four, party of two yeah. kind of people. And they get us in they're like, all right, we need you to go. But can you pull that yellow towel for safety? Our right, hands up. All right. Now we're, you know, they have to do this safety yeah. stuff, but stay in character. It's kind of funny. And they, it's like these little carts that there's no track. I don't know how they. It's almost it. like the magnetic kind of moving thing. It, That's kind of like Ratatouille at. A, it might be something on the bottom. Paris, yeah. But yeah, it starts just roving around. Yeah, and There's for two sure. of them, and there's, you know, probe droids, and Kylo Ren comes and attacks us, and it, it, it you know, all this stuff just happens inside. Uh, stormtroopers start shooting at us, and then they're like, "Oh, we gotta get out of here! You gotta get into a, an escape pod." And this, the cart goes into another room, and you hear like these latches, and all of a sudden it becomes like Star Tours. The whole it like drops. It feels like you drop out of like the the spaceship, and because you can see the screen, and it flies back down to like Batu, and you crash land, and then when you get out, it's like the exit of the ride. That's super cool. 
It's it was incredible. Oh, and then like the giant, and there's giant at ats too. The ATATs in one of the rooms. It they were fucking there, man. It was like I couldn't believe it. it was, Damn, that's yeah. awesome. I'm excited rad. to see it one day. We'll take you, man. Super I'll, cool. My cousin, uh, uh, aunt, and I are like professional Disneyland goers. Need like, to go we, one day. We know how to like time things out. How to do fast passes. I'm sorry, I'm not on the mic. The right people who <clears throat> you should go with. Then. And it's hard to do everything in one day. Some some people that have never been and want to come and try to do everything in one day. It's impossible. It's, it's hard. It's yeah. really hard. You gotta do. You gotta do at least two days to pick out what you want to do. So I had a great birthday. That's awesome, it was man. A great birthday. Congrats. Thank you. Maybe uh, that sounds like something I would want to do for my maybe I should be like, hey, birthday, we should get like Disney tickets. Be super cool. They're not they just went up again too. So expensive. Motherfuckers. All right. I'm getting some some reviewing. Which one do you want to do first? Um, let's go with Silverstein. All right. I'll throw Jump it on. Jump in. Uh, do you want me to throw it on? Because I, I have it up already. Oh, if you have it up already, do All it. All right. Hit me. Um, here we go. Set it up too. So, Silverstein released this record, what, a week ago now? Last Friday? Yep. Um, it's called A Beautiful Place to Drown. It was kind of produced and engineered by Sam Guayana. I don't know what, he's kind of done a lot of Silverstein stuff. Um, I wanted to look into this and I totally forgot. So, he, this producer has done more of their records? In Like Pacific, yeah, he did. He did Like Pacific? Yeah, he did. Wow. He did Distant by Like Pacific. Or no, love not that. Distant. I love that Like Pacific record. Distant Like You something. I can't read that last word. Where did you find uh, that info? I don't see it on all music. Uh, it wasn't on all music. I tried to find it, but I looked it up on Google. Oh, and okay. then it's on his uh, producer page on his official website. He hasn't done a ton, but he's done some really good stuff. Um, he did their like greatest hits album where he re- they redid a lot of their songs. But anyway, that's who um, engineered and produced it. Um, overall, I really like this record. Um, I like the vibe. I like how poppy it is. It's extremely poppy if you haven't heard it. Um, there's like three really heavy songs. And then the rest are super, super poppy. Almost, it, it, some people like bordered on, that's too poppy. I am one of those people. I really dug it. So they released a few of these songs at a yeah. time. This is one of them. They also did the Aaron Gillespie one. All the ones that basically have like the guest vocals on them. Yeah. Another one with a girl. Those have been like my favorite songs. Yeah, for sure. Everything else on this record is just, I don't know what this is. It's kind of like a... I thought for sure that the producer that did this was someone completely out of the norm of what this music is. It's kind of surprising that this same guy did a bunch of their other albums. Yeah. Because it sounded like someone recorded them and not knew what their sound was. Because it was just like... Well, he's only done like one other thing. Oh. But... Um, give, me, give me a couple more of the guys that, or people he's worked with. He's worked with Like Pacific, Young Culture, Limbs, Rarity. Because even Like Pacific throws me off because that record is like not poppy at Profits. all. No, he did it. Wait. It says, oh, did he do that first one? He Which, did the one with the head that's on fire. Okay. Yeah, it's like blue. That's a different one. Yeah. Okay. So the last one they did, the guy from Four Years Strong did it. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're different. Um. 
I, I don't know. I like it. A lot of people are like, what the hell are you thinking? And this is the same way I get with Thrice, because it's like, if they keep doing the same thing over and over and over, it just it gets boring. Um, Thrice, if they would have done artists more than once, it wouldn't it would lose its magic, you know? I'm not gonna compare this to artists because artist is incredible. Um, but I I do really like this record for its like its production value is really high. Sounds really good. I can't say it's not a well produced yeah. record, but my complaint is the guitar parts, although there's some really cool stuff, I feel like that guitarist is better than what he did on this record. Like, it seemed like they were being held back yeah, to make sure it's catchy enough. For sure. Like, this song is a banger. This is, but it's like they're... It's almost like he... Like you said, he held back from being his usual, like, crazy... I was going to say the same thing with the vocals, honestly. Yeah. He, he, He's a good singer, man. Uh, Shane? Yeah, it? Shane Told. He's a good, a great singer, especially ones that can sing and stream. On oh, live, too. Yeah. Like, like perfect. Um, I feel like his vocal lines aren't, like, it's hard to explain. Like, a little mono. Yeah. Like, I'm saying like a lot. Sorry. I'm just thinking too while I'm saying it. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I know he's a great singer. I just feel he like is, he yeah. wasn't. The choruses are really great, but some of these verses I was listening to, it's just like... Dead, it dies yeah, out. It's yeah, it's in a weird key, not key, but like weird notes that he's singing, I don't know. And their basis is actually really good too, and in this record, I didn't hear a lot of like cool opportunities for the bass to do really awesome stuff, except for at the beginning of like this song. He's got good tone, song. I love the tone of the bass. Yeah, he does. Um, their drummer is super good too. Um, and then the guest vocals are awesome. Like, um, Intervals, yeah, I, hope, I don't know much. I hope that they play this song live and he comes out and does it. Who, Intervals? or No, this is Beartooth. This is Caleb Salabo, whatever this is, his name is. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah, because we're going to see them at the end of the month with yeah. Before You're Strong. Before You're Strong and I, The Mighty. I, yeah. I, I was curious, because since they have, like, the, the new songs in this record have guest vocals, if oh, he'll if come all of out. Them come out, yeah. But if, like, either Mighty or maybe Four Your Strong come out and do a guest Yeah, that'd be sweet. No, and overall, I, it's an enjoyable record. It's Again, it's not my favorite Silverstein record. Um, I think their last record was insanely well done. Uh, it's called Dead Reflection. That one's really good. Um, but overall, I kind of, like, looked at the picture as a whole, and I'm like, the vibe is there for me. I like the catchiness of the, of the choruses. It's just the overall cohesiveness of it wasn't quite there for me. I also like, think I got my hopes up with those initial songs coming yeah. out because those are obviously like the best Super ones. Super good, yeah. And then the other ones came out and I was like, oh, that's not what those other ones were. And like, pause it real quick. Yeah, for sure. Pause it. Thank you. I want to. What song is it? Is it this one? What is this? This is not Silverstein. It's cool, but yeah, I like that. I like that chorus, but it's very simple. This isn't the song I was thinking of, though, but it's a really like soft one. This, this shit. I mean, 
It's not saying it's bad, but it, I have to say, but I but I have to say, like, they they wanted to try it. Like, it's 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 better than a lot of bands do it. I mean, I'm I'm gonna bring up, you know, bring me the horizon right now. But like, when they tried to do a pop record, it was awful. Um, that dancey pop record, Amo. This is still better than Bring Me the Horizon. I'll give yes. them that. <laughs> but I don't know. I just. I mean, not for, to say you can't do soft songs on a rock yeah. record. I'm not saying that because they they've done yeah, great. For sure. um, even like my heroine. Yeah, it's acoustic, pretty acoustic. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. It's, it's almost acoustic. better than the, like the the full version. But I don't. know. It's just the poppy synthy. Like this is a rock band. Like See, I just felt like there was way too much synth and auto tune and. But I don't think I would have as much of a problem with a song like that on the record if more of it was like that. But like the record is nowhere. so like. Yeah. In and out, and that's kind of where I dinged it more. Isn't that I didn't enjoy the songs? They're just like they're they're kind of all over the place, sort of. Yeah. But I I really like what I heard. So for Keep me, playing. it got an 84. I gave it an 84 percent. I'm talking shit on it, and I gave it a 76. That's that's did decent. like the saxophone in this part. I wish. It's super cool. It was more in the song. Once I, I heard know. it, I was like, it should have been the lead. Like, it should have been underneath all yeah. the heavy, yeah. Every band's doing that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened to the trumpet? But now? you know what? I, I hate the pl- fucking woodwinds, man. Silver trumpets in there. Silverstein, you guys have been around for like 15 years. You're badasses. Never, never stopped. Like, yeah. Keep it up. Like, we're, we're scrutinizing. We got to look at the bad stuff. But overall, I mean, this is a great I will, yeah. like, definitely with the re-listenability, the four songs they put out. Those are the ones I'll probably re-listen yeah, to again. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, it's not bad. Not a bad record. So, uh, if you have a chance, go check it out. Silverstein, a beautiful place to drown. I recommend it. It's good. I recommend it, too. Um, great band, great people. Um, 12 tracks. That's a good number. Yeah. I, like, I like an album over 10. Mm-hmm. 10 tracks. For sure. All right. Awesome. So, that was our first review. What did, what did you... Uh, well, I mean, we both kind of listened to it, but what did you? What, what was the record you really wanted to talk about? I mean, ooh, <laughs> I mean, the gods of rock have come down with, or pop punk gods have come down and embraced us with this amazing record called Brain Pain, and the angels of Four Year Strong have played their harps to For us sure. and recorded it. I love this record. I mean. <clears throat> Anything this band? Do you not out. like any records? I mean, I have, I have problems with it, problems with it, uh, but I, I probably I have less it. problems with it than you. Now that I'm thinking about it, I this record, I absolutely love this record. If I'm gonna scrutinize it, and even if it's my favorite band, I can't say that every note and everything is perfect. Yeah, there's, there's for no sure. way you can do that. But um, yeah, so very strong, brain pain. Um, first record full length in like three years yeah they, they've put out some other stuff since then but like studio on, studio yeah. album um so it's been a minute um boy how many tracks is on this one i think it's 12 isn't 12 it? yeah i'm curious if they're gonna do a b-sides too because i'm sure they wrote more than 12 songs yeah 12 songs one thing i'm kind of disappointed about first off is usually they have it like a few funny titles in their records you know this one has, like, no funny title. Yeah, they're not, none of them are funny. I mean, this one is probably the funniest one. It's just called It's Cool. Yeah. So it's right here. Ready? And <laughs> yeah, they're so talented. This These guys are so good. So I was 
playing this for Josh Green. He was very critical on what he listens yeah. to. Yeah. And because he's a hardcore kid and he likes some emo stuff. Yeah. And he doesn't like this. And I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Why don't you get? Why don't you like it? And he, yeah. And he said, it sounds cheesy. And I, I appreciated that answer because then I kind of get it. Like from a hardcore kid, this might sound cheesy. This is like super pop punk Blink One Eight Two trying to be like. Yeah, right that's now. true. So I can see that, but I don't. I don't I've always that. really, really liked them. Um, and this record, I especially liked because it has a very '90s approach to it. Yes. I feel like a lot of the like the way the notes are structured and some of the chord progressions are super 90s inspired especially learn to love the lie oh yeah that record is super or record song this, is like, super 90s this kind of, this part is kind of like 90s ish yeah. and then it gets into like this heavy almost like the end of the song is like a breakdown or fast thrash metal yeah. but with like a pop like twist to it yeah i love I, I like this band because they can get kind of heavy quote-unquote yeah but then can do pop too like they're not restricted by like let's for example like a like comeback kid maybe yeah they can't play any songs that are like in major like yeah for sure it'll make their sound sound weird you know like they have to only play like minor sounding notes so heavy I mean, every hardcore band, they might laugh at this, but there's no way they can play this. Like, oh, yeah, their their ability to play random rhythms is crazy. It's almost like math pop punk. Like, so crazy. This is just them kind of, like, flexing their music muscles. Yeah. Um, oh, don't, this song, too. Don't like this song. You don't like it? Not a big fan of this one. It's not saying it's bad, but not one of my favorite ones on the other. I like record. how it answered. It reminds me, for some reason, I love when I heard tone. the beginning of this song, I thought of Ninja Turtles, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, Ninja Turtles. Right. I don't know why. Uh, we were talking about the, on the Silver Scene one, that one song that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, they do have a slow song on here. Oh, I love it's that great. song. Again, doesn't really. Oh, I, I love so it. So pretty. Coming from, hold on. They just came from this song. This is the song before. Seventeen. So, yeah, which is another great song. Just about being seventeen. It's so Dude, cool. How do you not? I love that riff. You, how can you not like headbang to this? So they go from this. I do like that. I like a little refrain. It's nice. It's kind of jarring a little bit. And it never like kind of picks up like it's it's got some like strings and stuff. It's not it doesn't become like a full song, you know what I mean? Yeah. Some like acoustic. It's very drums. yellow card. But it's not like they haven't done this in the past. Like yeah. they, this this is something that I think what makes, oh. makes them stand out from other record or, or artists is in, they can do something super heavy yeah. and be able to do this and do it like amazing. Let me say something about like these guys' voices. Like Dan, for all intents and purposes, has a really cool voice, but Alan's voice is just it's beautiful and it's like unique. It's a and little it's, they double it up a little bit too much. Uh, yeah. But yes, I do agree. I, I think. Hey, wait, hold on. So this, nice and pretty. Uh, and then it like. And then it goes into this song. Four, two, is it uh? Two. What is it? I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just, heavy, heavy. 
I like it though. Cause I mean, they it, could, why can't they just put that song as the last song? Like, put the last I, song. Yeah, as that's true. Free. That could have been a was kind of been a good last right, song. Right in the middle. But. but boy, I love the album art. All of their album art is so killer. All of it, including. Uh, I was just looking at the one a on lot the wall, of people the, in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Yeah, a lot I of people lo- give that record shit. That's, I fucking love that record. So I was thinking about after like listening to this for the tenth time. Yeah. Like, what are my favorite ones in order? This is up there. This could be maybe maybe four. Um, in some way, shape, or form, is probably my number two. Yeah. Uh, the first one, Rise or Die Trying, that's my number one. That's just a classic. That's just amazing. This one goes way up there for me. Oh, I was blown like, away. I, I, I was... like Rise or Die Trying. My only thing, and I really like Rise or Die Trying, I want them to, like, redo it. I don't know why. I don't... I. It's a, that, that one sounds really auto-tuned. They yeah. auto-tuned the shit out of their vocals on I, that one. I feel like they would come. They would make that record well, they've sound done, so Well, good. they've done on that record you pulled out earlier. The, yeah, uh, the they acoustic, redid the some? acoustic one. They went oh. back and redid so a lot beautiful. Of those. And it sounds like Here, maybe I'll just better. All I sound. know is the cover of like in some way, shape, or form having all this stuff from their youth. And like I'll, I'll look at that stuff one like that. every time and find something new that I've never seen it's before. It's so cool. It's basically, so if people don't know, we're looking at it right now on our wall. Yeah. I have a signed poster of them. Um, it's just like a, literally a collection of like maybe we'll over, put that overhead up. photo of just, yes, yeah, just almost junk, but it's not like there's a VHS tape and a guitar and a hockey stick and a weight and a joint and a trumpet and a knife and a, like I can keep going on and on. There's like so much stuff. It's um, so cool. I'm I'm definitely vibing this record. Even Liz like Liz loves this record too. It's pretty cool. So like here here's Heroes Get Remembered. This might be one of like most famous songs by them. I mean, and when they play this live, the fucking crowd goes nuts. Um, but just and get, it, I like it a lot. I like this record a lot. It's just the sound. Like I feel like if they redid it, oh yeah, I mean I would their, love this. They had one other EP, but this was their first studio. Yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. They just probably did, they probably had half the money. Yeah, they did for this one. But I just want to give you a little comparison from this, you know, for other people. You for know, sure. Pop punk, you know, and then they did an acoustic version. It sounded like this. They're so talented. This is the same song. I love that. So cool. It feels like I could be at a campfire, sitting around a campfire. I haven't. They've done some acoustic shows, and I've, I've always wanted to see them, but I don't think I've seen them live like that. This is the same song. So pretty. Let's see some hardcore kids and some metal kids write their songs, and then go yeah. back and write Let's beautiful acoustic versions of their song. I can't do it. Sorry. It's it's really really good. I I think they they just. I really wish they would get more credit than they. Sorry, that was me. You know what I mean? Thank yes, yes. <laughs> this is probably my favorite song on the record. Yeah, right here. It's, it's so I've, good. It's, this is just a well-written pop. Like, okay, so maybe what you're saying with pop with Silverstein, I meant more like new pop with the yeah. synth and like. Uh, you know, the Billie Eilish era that we're in now. Yeah, This for is sure. more, I mean, pop 90s rock pop. Yeah. That's what I mean. And when I say pop, it just it just stands for popular. Warrior Strong has always fit into the 90s vibe to me. Like, they I always mean, just sound... Again, talking about their albums, I mean? they did a 90s record. Yeah. I mean, and hands down, that's probably... That might be... No, actually, that might... 
I like that record better than this one. What? That record's so good. Because it's stuff you know from yeah. your childhood. Yeah, and they did a great job on it. one of your favorite bands yeah. did it. Yeah, I, I I would definitely put that up there. I love their cover of, um, what do you call it, uh, Third Eye Blind. That's like one of my favorite yeah. song covers I've heard. Uh, what'd you give it? Um, I gave it a 90%. 90 I liked it that much. I gave it a 101%. No, I'm just kidding. I gave it a... Oh, it was almost... You were going to say a 78? Yeah, the Silverstein record. Uh, No, I gave it 91.5. Yeah, about close. Um, The only things I really, like, gave it... Dinged it. Um, dinged a little bit was there was a couple songs, like the acoustic and the other one. They just didn't really get it for me. Um... And if you're, I'm going to say this, these guys are pretty accessible. Even if you're like just into like just rock and roll, like check them out. If you're into like hip hop and like stuff like that, they have rhythms that are really cool and the way they sing can sometimes be like flowy. I really like that about them. They, they, they're almost like you can tell they have a bunch of like influences all put together into one and they've really like mastered what they do well. That's why I like this band it, so much. Individually, they're all amazing musicians of their yeah. own. And the drummer. Oh, he's like, insane. I remember all their names. Uh, Alan, and Dan, and Joe, and... Uh, you can see that little ginger drummer. Oh, okay. What is it? Um, Masuko. What? Masuko. That's not his name. Jake Masuko. That's what it says. Is it Jake? And drummer Jake Masuko. They did have a, um, a keyboard player at one time. They, they kicked him out. <laughs> oh, that's very controversial. <laughs> like, some people are, like, mad thing, about it. But, yeah, it was... Uh, this song is so killer. Like it just Third Eye Blind's version of course Jack, is so Jake. good. You said did you say Jake or Jack? Didn't it say Jake? Jack. Let me see. I remember I remember watching them at Soma in San Diego. It says so- Jake. Well his Instagram says Jack. Does he call himself Jack? The hell does it say Jake? Where are you getting that, Google? Yeah, off of Wikipedia. Huh. All right, Wikipedia, you suck. Or his, um, or his own personal Instagram sucks, and he's just fucking with people. Or maybe he just, like, calls himself Jack. I, I don't think know. it's Jack. I don't think it was Jake. But regardless, great, great record. I the, recommend yeah, it. Yeah, go listen to all their stuff. I don't... There's not one record I don't like by them. Yeah. I'm very partial to in some way, shape, or form. I like that record a lot. Um... But yeah, go even, check it out. But even the self-titled one too. This one, the, the like yeah, that's pretty one, good. That's a great record. Great record. Who <laughs> Conor McGregor, which no, leads us into our next. I'm not, but topic. yes, we are. <laughs> it's from um. Oh, I think you've seen it. Walk hard. You haven't seen Walk Hard. Um, I have not. What about it? That's what I'm quoting. Oh, I don't. Exactly. That's why you don't that get movie. it. Anyways. It's one of those movies where I just missed it. If you're a musician, you should watch Walk Hard because it spans like so many um, generations of music. He, he makes fun of all the generations of music, and then he goes and meets the Beatles. That's funny in, in, in India, and it's all they're all played by 
like famous uh, here. I'll play. Oh, I was like, what the heck was that? All right, let's see. Can we begin to understand our role? We're nothing but grains of sand. That was freaking transcendental, Paul McCartney. Don't you agree, John Lennon? Yes, Dewey Cox. With meditation, there's no limit to what we can. <laughs> Paul Red. <laughs> what do you think, George Harrison of the Beatles? I don't know, you know, I'm just trying to get some more songs on the air. <laughs> Justin Long. And as Ringo Starr, I'm not so interested Jason Schwartzman. This is so good. I'd like to have fun. <laughs> I like the little one. <laughs> so dark in this tent, you know, it reminds me when we, the Beatles, the four Beatles, mm. us. From Liverpool. Yeah, we are from Liverpool. Liverpool. We used to play those dark <laughs> clubs in Hamburg. Remember that ball? Of course I do, I booked them. <laughs> I'm the leader of the Beatles. But I have to say, I like your stuff. <laughs> it's pretty good. Right. And uh, most of your records I really enjoy. Well, we're big fans of your records, too. We like to think that Hard Day's Night is our guilty as charged. Great record. Excellent. Great record. <laughs> great record. We're real big fans of y'all. Great record. The monkeys, you guys are great. He sounds Irish. <laughs> I think I might adjourn to another dimension and take some LSD. You care to join me? Yeah, let's do that. Care to join us? That's some great. LSD, Dewey. It's mm. good for you. Built by scientists, it is. Lysergic. Mom Dewey Cox, think you might enjoy it. Open up your mind to new experience, a new level of consciousness like we do because we are the Beatles. Why don't you just let him decide if he wants to take LSD, he'll take it. He doesn't have to listen to you. You're not the boss of him. Don't tell me what to say and what not to say, Paul McCartney. I'm sick of you being so dark when I'm so impish and whimsical. I'm sick of it. Impish and whimsical. Got a brand new mantra. Mm, Paul's a big fat cunt. <laughs> Don't know why you tell me to write more songs. You know? I, just, I just sit here while my guitar quietly whimpers. Well, you are the quiet one, so why don't you shut the fuck up? I've got a song about an octopus. Jam it up your ass. You're lucky we still let you play drums. Mm. Wow. Seems like there's a rift happening between the Beatles. <laughs> I wonder if your songs will still be shit when I'm 64. Great suit. Go! Stop fighting! Please, stop fighting here in India. Stop fighting here in India. I like that actor. I like that actor. That dude's actually um Indian, right? Is yeah. he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. I don't know. So You know how movies sometimes look it cast or whatever. Anyways... Anyway, Archer. yeah, that's awesome. UFC. Um, UFC this week was a pretty big fight. Well, it was supposed <laughs> to be pretty big. It was supposed big. to be. Um, it, uh, Israel Adesanya and Yoel Romero. I, I'm really disappointed in that fight. But there was quite possibly what is one of the greatest fights I've ever seen in my life. It's going down as that. It is. And even Joe Rogan called it probably the best fight he's ever seen, right? A uh, women's. Women's fight. A women's yeah. title fight. Because he's seen some fucking amazing yeah, fights. Yeah, he's seen all of them. And then, of course, uh, the the other one was in the main event was um, Benil Dariush and Drakkar Close. Who you know, um, huh? Yeah, Benil's, um, he's one of the trainers at uh, Kings or one of the coaches at Kings. Um, he's... He's awesome. He's he's got a good record. This one was amazing to watch. I I Nailed actually him. well, I actually at first was a little nervous. Like we could start with Benil's fight and kind yeah. of move up. Um I, I was a little nervous. Like he, he went out and you know, he he's really, really calculated. He's just a super calculated fighter. Um, you know, so he, he 
took his time, watched the moves, but the other guy was kind of hitting him pretty hard. Yeah, he got a couple good yeah. knocks in it right before he knocked him out. Yeah, and any I think it was a kick that really got the other guy or something or maybe maybe it was like a jab or something, but it stumbled the other guy for a minute. And then he started to kind of just walk toward him just serving out punches and then <laughs> The other guy swung at it. It got kind of, kind of a little too overconfident and tried swinging at him, and he brought it like an, you know, under and up kind of hit. He was, a, he kind of went down and brought, brought in a hook with his left and just completely knocked him out. It was crazy. Even Joe Rogan, like, whoa! I love Joe oh, Rogan. That photo was great. Yeah, his whole like. Uh, was this just photos? Damn it. Joe Rogan's reaction was great to that. But um, it was a really good fight between those two. Um, I only saw the last three. You, did yeah. you watch any before that, though? I did. There were some really, really good fights. Um, let me see who else I really like. Well, all of them are so good. Um, the Alex Olvera mm-hmm. uh, one was pretty good. Um, they they went at it the whole time uh, di- by decision by round three. A lot of them were by decision, and I, I really yeah. Liked the only that. one that wasn't was your buddy. Yeah, Benil. Um, we, didn't, we didn't even mention that he knocked the friggin' mouthpiece out of this guy's mouth <laughs> while he's falling to the ground. Like that was a great slow motion. Yeah, slow motion shot. He hit him really hard. And they did like a sweet gang, like not gangster walk, but like was like chill about it just walked around like yep yeah i just did that that's it and he's (laughs) he's always like he's a very calm whenever i've you know talked to him he's like super calm and it seems like those fighters always are they get it all out yeah training and on fighting and then after that they're just like for sure teddy bears but i had read that the the other guy and i know benil doesn't like really let this get to him but the other guy was like completely trash talking him he said he's flat-footed He's old. It's my time, like, and all that and stuff. And so it's like you got to go out there and prove it. And then he got, <laughs> he got knocked cold. Yeah. yeah. Like he, you see his eyes. I don't think he, don't think he went. Of, I don't think he went like completely out, but he. Yeah. Got his. He got knocked. Like, his eyes just went like. Yeah. All over the place. That was a good one. But yeah, then the next one, the uh, was co- the co-main, the women's. Uh, yeah. Whaley. Oh man. Whaley Zhang and Joanna. Joanna Jurdichik. I think. Anyway. She. Speaking of talking shit, man, she talks mad shit. She does, but man, she stood like I. She, I no, to, she's a hell of a fighter. I have she's, to give it to her, like she, because she had a around. hematoma, like big. Yeah, time. if you guys haven't seen the photo, go look up before and after. Just type in UFC 248 before and after Joanna, jo- Joanna. Joanna. and boy, wow, man, I've never. I don't think I've ever seen someone so fucked up from a fight. But I've been and hear- still going too, like yeah. maybe like when they're getting knocked out. But she was like up still. And I've been hearing a lot of people saying that they actually thought that she won it. Because she got a lot of hits in, but I think the reason why Wei Li would have won that is because her hits were super productive. Well, yeah, They're it was really productive. The other thing too is when you're fighting for a title, yeah, the the champ gets a little bit more points. Like yeah, if if you're the contender, you gotta you gotta you really prove gotta step up. Yeah. That uh, you earn you earn that belt. The champion kind of can kind of sit back on it a little bit. For sure, say, come come to me. But dude, that was Joanna was. She was she was a beast, but she Every like fucking oh round was just yeah. I, and even though I appreciate on the last one too. Before they started, they like hugged. I mean, they do. 
They hugged each other. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry about that. Dying. Um, yeah, I mean, they usually, you know, before every round, they do a little fist bump thing. But yeah. This was like more, yeah, of an embrace of like. Yeah, it was super cool. That was, yeah. Um, and, and the thing that that I was really kind of like made me a little sad, like after they were doing, you know, their talks and, you know, Wei Lee did her thing and talked and then they went to Joanna, but she didn't want to talk. She was like really embarrassed I would have like, been embarrassed. hiding her I know it just I always it, feel bad when they, they I felt to, really bad they have to get interviewed right after yeah. these fights because not only are like, you feel with adrenaline gnarly, yeah. but like some of these people get like their you know brain knocked around yeah. and now you have to say like these intelligible words to Joe Rogan it's yeah. like gosh and so anyway you, yeah Joanna like really stuck it out I gotta give her that no I, yeah but man Wei Lee just yeah, she. I'm her. glad. I'm glad she won. She, Joanna was. Is it oh, Johanna? Johanna. Johanna. She was talking mad shit, and I liked that. Uh, was it Whaley? Yeah, Whaley. She was just like smiling. She just wasn't like, playing it. Yeah, just yeah. like laughing at laughing at her. Like, what are you doing? Like, you like see how stupid you look? Like, yeah. This is like we're here to fight. Um, and yeah, she really was, went out like that. Like she's a great record. She is uh, Whaley is 21 and one. Yeah, God and damn. even Joanna is pretty good. 16 and four. Well, that's that's a, bad. all right record. But then we go to the the main oh, event middleweight. I was thinking boy. of records. 19 and 0. Boy. Israel Adesanya. This one I was looking forward to since they announced it because I, I like I like this kid. Pissed. And then uh, Romero was just a beast he's just i wanted to see him hit hard but he's the he's the one i'm most disappointed about yeah well a lot of people are saying well a lot of people because i made this i was talking to one of my one of my friends and i was saying like well he was a disappointment what do you mean he was a disappointment adesanya didn't even go and i'm like would you watch watch the first fucking round and tell me that yasanyo is the problem no romero was not adesanya yeah it's not whatever um I mean, I could see where where he was coming from. Romero, yeah. like, give him something he's not expecting. Like, I'm sure he's seen yeah. plenty of my tapes and see how seen how I fight. But it was the most boring. I think he was trying to be too much like Tony Ferguson, who's yeah. like this other very unconventional fighter that does weird shit but gets away with it. Yeah. Um. I mean, in, in a legal way, like he does weird, like tumbling things that he somehow yeah. gets out of like stuff. And you're like, how did he? What? Because I saw highlights with Ramiro where he would like he jumped on people, and beat I mean, the he crap did, out of them. The, and... the biggest hits of that fight came from Ramiro. Yeah, but they, they did. were far and few. I mean, he only yeah. got like three or four in. But when they and he did it, he and did. And Adesanya it. kicked the crap out of him, like was kicking him th- constantly. And like Romero is a bigger dude. I think he, he was looking at those five rounds, thinking. He's um, Adesanya. Adesanya. Um, he's cardioed up. He's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna. Be, he's gonna not even be tired sure. by the end of it. I gotta last at least a five. And he did start turning it on a little bit at the end, but still not enough. It was to, just boring. Yeah. though. It, it, was, it was stupid that, that uh, Adesanya their hands was getting. Around he was getting booed at the event. It's like, yeah. what? And then I liked him. He was like flipping everybody. It's like he's like, fuck you. No, like it's not my fault. Like, yeah. And, and I still got the. I still got the belt. <laughs> yeah. And, and my biggest problem is that Yo Romero, like, he wanted him to come at him, but it's like, what kind of strategy is that? Like, you're giant, you're a heavy hitter, he knows that. You're not going to go re- straight I mean, there, at it. It is the reach, too. I mean, yeah. he, uh, Adesanya, Adesanya had, like, I don't know, five yeah, inches of bigger reach. reach oh, yeah, bigger reach, yeah. he's taller, like... I would not go in real close to somebody like Romero. He's going to completely yeah. destroy you. And, like, uh, one of my other favorite... 
uh, fighters, Derek Lewis, yeah. a heavyweight, big, big dude. He kind of fights that way too. He he's, he's a big dude. Can't last, you know, yeah. with the cardio, but just kind of sits there and oh, almost yeah. play, almost plays the I'm hurt yeah. game where like, you think he's like, Oh, but he's just going to explode. Just, and yeah. then I think that's what Romero was trying to count on is that Adesanya was going to come in, fall in, yeah, and then and he did that a couple of times. He did, you know, those almost like scorpion hits. His yeah, hand, his fist would come over his head and get Adesanya on top of his head. But yeah, it was overall. It, it should have been a good fight. That should have like, been. It really should have. It should have been like the women's fight. Yeah, if anything, if for bloodier. Sure. And we did not get that. It was very disappointing. Yeah, I'm excited for some of them coming up though. Yeah, I was going to look at what's 249 about. Um, 249, I think, is a fight night, isn't it? Um, I don't is that, know. Is that like on Fox? Or or I something? think there's gonna be a fight night next week. Oh, I it's think Khabib. the next. Oh, is that the next Khabib one? Khabib is is my birthday, the day of my birthday. Oh, that's not for like another month. Yeah, I got April eighteenth. Yeah. When's your birthday? April eighteenth. Oh, it's all on your birthday. Yeah, you for sure. Or is that what you're yeah, we do? have to. All right. Yeah, for sure. Um, fight night, but I I really really want to watch the fight night next week too. Um, fight nights I believe are free on ESPN Plus. They're not free, but you can watch them on ESPN Plus. But I was really looking forward to a better event. Like, there was no grappling at all. Like, I wanted to see some grappling, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, remember with, like, Benil and Drakkar's, uh, g- like, their match? Like, Benil, like, grappled him the entire first round. Remember? Oh, yeah, he was on he his was, back. He was, like, on his back, so like, trying to choke him out. He yeah. almost choked him out, but... They, it, you know, they called it. I didn't understand why the other dude didn't just didn't fall. Flip or, or fall, just like fall, yeah. Right back, like that would hurt him more. Or it's it's true. I don't know. Um, maybe maybe because of the arm bar he was looking at that fight night card. The only one I'd probably be interested in is the Kevin Lee fight. I don't know the other other people. Yeah, I'll Kevin, probably watch it. Dude, I just Kevin like Lee, fighting. Kevin Lee is a he is he's crazy too. A he's, a little, he's a little beast. But yeah, U, UFC two forty eight was pretty good. Um. That's all I really have to say about it. I can't wait for the Khabib fight. Hopefully, it's better. Well, it will be better because Khabib is crazy. Khabib Ferguson is crazy. I hate Khabib. I hate that guy. I don't. His personality is. I just. Yeah, I don't I like want him, Ferguson but, to beat him. But, but fuck, dude, he's a great he's fight. A good like, fighter. He's scary yeah. as fuck. When he freaking when he was, wrestle the bear. What? Yeah, and, and, and McGregor. I mean, I'm not. I used to be a big fan of McGregor, but now I've kind of. He's he's a douchebag kind of now, and I thought. McGregor was gonna show up and Khabib yeah. just showed who was the better man and but then you know jumped the the octagon and then fighting that's when he's like you're an idiot. idiot yeah um so I hope Tony Ferguson I'm not the biggest fan of Tony I think he's too but weird. it's two crazy people in a but cage I would, together I would love to see him fuck Khabib up that's like got, do some crazy tumbling thing and, oh man I can't wait for that fight it's gonna I still, be insane. I would still put my, I would still put my money on Khabib though. yeah Khabib's probably gonna win but he's definitely the he's undefeated Dude, too of record tw- yeah 28 and 0 that's yeah he's crazy. a monster yeah. Steroids? No, I'm just kidding. He's probably not. I on mean, steroids. fucking Russians, dude. But anyway, um, yeah. So that was good. Uh, the UFC fight was fun, except for that last fight. And um, anyway, anything else? Oh, I forgot to I had this tab open. Just one little extra thing on the four year strong record. Um, the guy that did it recorded it, Kurt Balu. Um, Balu. Oh, actually, you know what? I wanted to play this real quick. Just a little side thing. Get out of here. Do you have a song to get out of us? Yes. Um, this guy, um, uh, Kurt, he's actually more of like a metal, like 
heavy producer guy. He does a lot more like oh, he did Touche Amore. That's not that's not really heavy. Oh, but, they're um, awesome. Um, a band called Skeleton Witch. Skeleton um, Witch. They're heavy. Burn, Iron Regan, Zeal and Odor, uh, Code Orange. Um, so, but he and I, I'm trying, I'm going to try to find this little clip. They did a, uh, a quick interview thing with uh, Kerrig, Kerrig, what is it called? Magazine? Kerrig? You know what I'm talking about? Kerrig? Is that what it's, is how you pronounce it? K-E-R-R-A-N-G. That was way off. Kerrig, I guess. I uh, think that's a music video. One second. I should have had this up earlier. I'm a bad pat- podcaster. You get your song? Yes, I do. All right, don't play it quite yet. <laughs> you got it? Okay, don't play it. Um, Disease episode still coming. Oh, yeah. The disease episode is in the works. We've still been trying to get it together. It's funny but that we've been trying to get it together scheduling. before all this coronavirus happened. And then I'm interested in uh, March 22nd, we'll have a kind of a, a lawyer. And he's not oh, a lawyer, right. but he, he works at a law firm. Nice. Um, his name's Ken Shy. He'll be fun. Um, he, he's a hilarious dude. Uh, but he he has a lot of good stories. He was telling me he, he's we'll have fun on that one. So what are we out, listening to? We'll have to figure out some uh, kind of game or something maybe. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this was just a little video segment they had about recording the new Four Year Strong record with that guy, Kurt. Just wanted to play it real quick. Oh, this is a different guy. This is Will Putney. Putney, Producer at Graphic Audio, and today we're recording Four Years Strong. Recording vocals with Four Years Strong is different from your standard band because there's two lead singers. Dan and I ended up singing together in this band, more or less out of desperation. We're both guitar players first. And we both were like, I don't want to just sing. I want to play guitar. We went through a lot of singers. At one point, we were just like, well, why don't you just sing? Next thing you know, we're just both singing and playing. When we're recording vocals with Four Year Strong, it's cool because they're both in the room. They do a lot of the songwriting together. It's almost impossible for me to remember what it was like writing lyrics before the two of us were singers. Alan and I spent a lot of time especially in high school, singing in the choir at school and like studying harmony. That always has been our process. Which is both awesome and has its challenges sometimes. Not always for the better. <laughs> I record so many heavy bands all year, people probably don't even think that I actually like this style of music, but they're really fun records to make. We picked Will to capture the energy of our live show. Big reason we decided to go with Will for this record was because we had known him for so long. So I've known the Four Year Strong guys for a long time, but this is actually the first full-length album that I'm just producing with these guys. Going with someone like Will, who we personally knew, we thought that that would be more fun, really, more than anything. We're about to about to start tracking vocals. All the music is pretty much honed in and together. One thing we're trying on this record, which is pretty not traditional at all, is I'm having both of them sing parts at the same time. It's gonna be interesting to do both at the same time because we'll be able to hear the song um, if it has more of a organic flow the way that it would be when we're alive. That's what we try to accomplish in the studio always and we figured why not take it to the next level and actually try and track some of the stuff at the same time. We'll see if it works and winds up on the record but there's a vibe when the two of them sing parts together at the same time and we're going to try to capture that. The song that we're recording today we wrote the chorus to be kind of ambiguous as to what is the harmony what is the melody. It's kind of up to the listener to figure out which one they like kind of grab and sing. It's awesome. 
Uh, so yeah, I, I messed up. I clicked the wrong producer on that. Uh, so yeah, it is Will Putney. Super good. He's done. This is a better lineup of the albums he's done. He did uh, Body Count, Knock Loose, After Her Burial, Thy Art Is Murder, Stray From The Path, Counterparts. Heavy. Like, heavy fucking bands. And then did this. That's so, cool. You know what? God bless him. Yeah, he's awesome. kind of here. And he did a really good job on it. So. Yeah, a really good job. Sorry. Awesome. I, I totally forgot about it. I had that in my back pocket and I forgot to play that. Sorry. For sure. All right. I got really excited about the album. Well, here's my going out song. See if it actually plays. Because my computer. There we go. Name that song. Let's see if you know. Song or band? Band. Not song. You won't guess the song. The first thought was thrice, but I'm, I don't think it's that easy. Should I know who this is? We've mentioned them today. Oh, today. Oh, is it me without you? Yes. <laughs> Called yeah, nice I never, never listen to these guys. Called like, Nice and Blue them. Part Two. They're super good. I'm gonna miss them. They're uh, they're definitely gonna be on my heart when they go. They're almost there, and I'm sad. Give it 10, 15 I years, hope. and they'll come back. I hope they're they'll so have good. Bryce will be on their fiftieth anniversary tour. <laughs> they're all old in wheelchairs. Yeah. And stuff. But yeah, uh, me without you. They're cool. great. Anyway, this has been the So So Scrutiny Podcast. I'm Corey. That's the way. Hold on. We got plugs. We do have plugs. Jeez. Sorry, got, Starbucks. We just, no, we're not them. <laughs> we just, we just, just hit the kidding. hour mark, too. Oh, okay, uh, I'm sorry. Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, please. Instagram. Yeah, go. Please like us and, you know, give us, us a five star review. That and, um, you know, send us some love, send us some comments and see, uh, tell us what you want us to review. Is there any yeah. albums or movies that. You would like us to talk shit on? <laughs> yeah. Hit us up. And yeah, the review stuff really helps um, on iTunes. Just do five star and if you could write something that's always And if great. you can come up with a uh, a name combination that rhymes and you comment that on our <laughs> post, I will love you forever. Like Corey Stocks I will flip-flops. Corey Stocks, knee-high socks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Damn it, I should have thought of that one. Right. Robert Maine wishes he was David Blaine. That, yeah, he is rich <laughs> and, and magical. All right, now you may. Okay, now you may yes. End the podcast. All right, I am a horrible podcaster. <laughs> My name is Corey. I'm Robert, and this has been the So So Scrutiny Podcast.